Welcome to episode 45 of Crave the Book. In today's episode, we are reading chapters 0 through 5 of Tracy Wolf's Covet. And in today's episode, we are going to be announcing our big podcast giveaway. So make sure that you stay tuned for that. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. All right, guys, episode 45 and also our first chapters reading Covet. So, yay! Um, Unfortunately, this episode is going to have to be a little bit shorter than what I would like. I I hate doing that on a a first episode for... (laughs) (laughs) for the new season, but I have very loud construction taking place in my house. So, and they're apparently showing up in like just a little bit. So we'll have to kind of power through. But as promised, we have a giveaway. Um, Amber, I'm thinking that for the giveaway, we'll let them choose whatever hoodie they want. Yeah, we could do like um, all the factions and then they choose which hoodie they want. Yeah, we've got, I'll, I'll go ahead and put them on the screen for those who are watching on YouTube. Um, we have all the factions, their own like Luder's coach hoodie, and then you'll be able to choose if you win whichever faction that you want for your hoodie. So everybody can enter, doesn't matter where you live. Um, we'll be sending them through a print supplier that will ship everywhere. And the way that you'll enter is by going to our Facebook group, um, which is Crave the Book Podcast Tea Room. Yes. Yes. Go to Crave the Book Podcast Tea Room on Facebook. You should just be able to type that in exactly. And uh, the giveaway will be pinned at the top of the group wall. So I'll make sure it says like in big letters, giveaway. And all you'll need to do is read that post. I haven't actually made the post yet. So it's probably just going to be like a a silly question that you have to answer. What do you think, Amber? Like, what? Yeah. What? I think based based on like today's episode, or at least it's being covered, we could do something like, what? would be your worst kind of wingo food or what would you smuggle into the cafeteria on a wingo day which of these disgusting wingo foods would you actually eat (laughs) i still have the slides from our insta story so Mm -hmm. i could definitely do that yeah we'll think of something um but just look for that post it'll say giveaway uh, it, you, the answers you, you're not going to win based on your answer. <laughs> It'll just <laughs> no, random. <laughs> yeah, we'll just pick a random one. But look for that post. Crave the book podcast tea room, and yeah. So let's go ahead and get started. We we started with chapter zero through five of Covet. And Amber, did we? We do have a couple spoilers. So I guess you want to let. Yeah, them you know. didn't write any, and I I only added two. One of them is like, uh, not really too much of a a spoiler. Um, gives us gives you something to look forward to, but the other one is definitely a spoiler. <laughs> All right, well, guys, if uh, if you haven't read through to court, because some of these spoilers are going to be court related. There is a specific sound you're going to want to listen out for. Amber, do you want to tell them what yeah, that sound you remembered. is? I you did. remembered. <laughs> so, guys, do you want to listen out for the wolf howl, of course? It sounds just like this. Woo! And that signifies that today's episode chapters are over. And everything after the howl is going to be a spoiler. It's going to be a fan theory, something that we may have noticed the second read through but hadn't before um like discussing the red herrings discussing certain things that are going to come up in either core or charm or cherish or remy's book any one of those so if you haven't read that far then please drop out and come back again because we will not be going anywhere we are everywhere get out of here we are in your ears right now <laughs> especially if they've got like headphones on Whichever. If I do this, is it an equivalent to a wet willy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this these chapters were sad. Like we start out with Grace and Macy getting ready for Xavier's funeral. Um, 
The Grace doesn't seem to be particularly cut up about the fact that it's Xavier's funeral. She's just like, my boyfriend. Yet. Me. (laughs) She's, yeah, she's more, she's not even really stewing on Xavier so much. Not at all. (laughs) She's thinking about Macy, though, who is just, you know, looking, looking like a mess. She's grief, grief stricken. Yeah. Poor Macy. Or Macy. Yeah, she she starts talking about, like, this is the third funeral that she's been in six months. And I'm like, okay, so her parents, that counts, right? Maybe they count count as two. They wouldn't have had separate funerals, surely. I mean, they might. And then, and then the other one was Xavier. So I was like, well, okay, so if we are counting her parents as a single funeral, did she go to Leah's? Why would you do that to yourself? I don't know. I wouldn't. I mean, I guess Leah would have a funeral, but no funerals were mentioned for Leah. No. And if I was invited to the funeral of my nearly murderer, um, I don't think I'd go. No. Except to maybe check that they were definitely dead. Poke the corpse. I was going to say, just give them a little poke, poke, poke. The thing is, though, right? Leah was a vampire, right? Yeah, so she would have disintegrated, right? Yeah, well, we we find that out in 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 later books, but yeah, she she wouldn't have lasted very long as a corpse. No, did she? I mean, did she just die in Crave, or did she poof? Like what? I can't remember how she died. I think she, I think she died, but like died as in her body was there, or died as in her like. Well, she, she said she she said thank you because Hudson's poofiness went into (laughs) but i don't remember it being uh then she just disappeared i just remember that then she died and it was described as she died not disappeared or anything oh well maybe that's one of those scenes that it was like meh who we don't need to describe this nah i mean grace was pretty much already dying anyways (laughs) yeah she was out of her head it's not like she was like thinking yeah about anything yeah yeah well if anybody else knows who the third funeral or the i'm sorry the second funeral or if you think it's grace's parents being in having separate funerals let us know yeah. um but we find out that cole got the sent away yeah he gets he gets sent to a school of delinquents where's that spinoff i think oh, that's, that's spinoff tracy is that what Rem? Is that what Remy's spinoff is going to be? I hope so, because I would absolutely read about a school of delinquents, especially if there is a Hudson-related kind of person there. I'm pretty sure That's that love interest. Be- because in the Remy overview, it said something about a school in Texas, right? And Tracy specified that the school for delinquents was in Texas, so might be. Okay. I'm just kind of hoping for like, you know, in Cawthorn and Roses, you have the first love interest and the second love interest. And then you get to Silver Flames with Cassie and you're like, oof. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Hoping you, I'm hoping it's that. You get a nice like character like swap where you think like, oh, this couldn't get any better. And then you get that yes, standalone and it's like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um. So... They are preparing for the funeral. And my question to you is, have you ever had to prepare for a funeral of, um, like, a young person? Like, have you ever, like, or, like, a classmate? Because it's a totally no. different thing. I mean, not not to shit on America or anything, but I think a lot more of your children die. Yeah, well, I've, so I've been to, I mean, I've been to so many funerals. I I only have a mom, a dad, and a grandma left. Um, but going to the funeral of an adult or an old person, like, it, it's almost like there's a sense of peace there. Like, when my grandma passed away in 2020, it was like, we knew it was coming. It was like, it was a you know, you could go and smile and like stand by the casket and say, wow, they made her look so pretty. You know, they made her look so good. Whereas, yeah, and, and in fact, like most of the stress comes from sorting out their estate after they've gone. 
Yeah, yeah. That's that's a whole different thing because there's like a little bit of peace there. But when it's a classmate, like I I thankfully haven't had to go to an open casket for a classmate, but I have had friends who have uh who have died and that funeral it, it's like it's sh- it's the shock you know because they should be there like they should not be gone um yeah. so it's very different no it's just definitely not something that i've ever experienced and I, and I and i and i don't think that it's a particularly common thing in the uk um unless the person was very sick or right. um went like a like a proper child went missing yeah they tend to have that like we can't find them funeral i've had i've had quite a few it's it's mostly suicides i've had quite a few um close friends uh, interesting in high school that it would mostly drug issues no i don't think that i've had any friends i mean i it's happened but i personally haven't had any friends no i i have had a couple that's a lie i've had a couple but it's it's and a lot of times when it is drug related they don't release that information so you just see that they passed away and then it's you have to assume like oh it was drugs um based on what you already know about the person i did have one friend who died in 2020 who was transitioning um and apparently he during his transition i guess the medication to to help with his transition also caused seizures but then he couldn't also afford like one of his months of uh like anti-seizure medication and ended up passing away so that's like a real threat i know and he was like the spokesperson for like trans you know uh, like individuals in our little hunky dunk hometown, which you know my hometown is all like rednecks, so that was crazy. But anyway, so like, is there is there re- this is this is us discussing Britain versus America? Um, is there relief for children who have life saving ne- necessary life saving medication? Um. Like, is there a subsidiary to be able to afford it? Because it's a child, and without it, they will die. Um, I mean, it's yes and no. I think it's one of those things where you have to know where to look, and you can end up in a lot of debt. And my friend, I think that he just didn't want to burden anybody. Mm. So it was one of those things that he didn't like say anything to anybody. Probably thought like, "Oh, I'll be fine until I make the money next month." Yeah, yeah. And then it, and then it happened very suddenly. So yeah, that's wild to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's we, NHS is amazing, and even even the private. I mean, we discussed because I had to go to the dentist the other day, and I went to private, and I was expecting it to be way way more. I was expecting way more zeros to be on the end of the the number, but actually, even private care isn't that expensive here yeah we uh we don't have the luxury of uh affordable health care in the u.s no it's very bad no um but anyway so so they they they, they're talking about the 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 funeral on her head and then macy comes out of the shower with like her towel on her hair and she glamours and she's got black hair I know. She doesn't think that pink is appropriate. And it makes me so sad because that's like the last little bit of... Joy. Yeah. It's like that last little bit of color and fun of Macy like disappears. So... I don't remember like because obviously we're going to be reading it so it may come up in the next couple of chapters but I don't remember her ever changing it back. No, she doesn't. Which is... Even worse. I think she. I think she does in court, but I think she has a different color hair in every book. Because Crave, she had rainbow hair. Crush, she had pink hair. Mm. Covet, she has black hair, and I believe she changes it again in court. You sure? Are you sure Macy's not you? <laughs> I've. I haven't changed my hair color in quite a while. I need. I need to you grow I've up. Got, <laughs> yeah. I've, no, it's not that. It's that my hair is all fried. It needs a break. No. I can't. I can't glamour my hair a pretty color, so I have to unfortunately wait until it like recovers. <laughs> <laughs> but um. So we get. 
We get a little like what three weeks later transition. So we don't actually get yeah. the funeral. It's just like three weeks later. And yep. I when the book actually starts, like chapter one, I feel like it is the beginning of every like second movie in a teen franchise ever where it's just Macy and Grace like talking and Macy being like, you need to get let those boys out of their misery. So which boy are you going to choose? Yeah. As if Grace has even really got a choice because either way, both of them are going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Typical love triangle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Typical tropes. <laughs> What's your... And why is it always brothers? It is always brothers. And I'm realizing that as I'm reading... Um, reading some some smut i'm like mm, not brothers not brothers two <laughs> brothers <laughs> i'm like my husband my husband doesn't have a brother <laughs> uh, mine doesn't either. well actually he he found out later on in life that he has a half brother and no definitely not <laughs> <laughs> nope uh, doesn't count because he's a half brother <laughs> no no um, but yeah, um, and, and Macy like saying that she needs to put them out of their misery because it's not just like cruel to them, but also deadly and pathetic is a terrible concoction. And I was like, ah, oh, deadly and pathetic is the title of Jackson's sex tape. <laughs> it's like wet and wild. Deadly, deadly and, and pathetic. I mean, he really is deadly and pathetic. He's deadly, yeah. but he's also like a sad sack. <laughs> proper moper yeah and 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 in the meantime macy and hudson have like started getting close already hudson's bringing macy vanilla lattes and macy is team hudson and i'm just thinking like of of all of the people that grace should be listening to in terms of intuition like the witch yeah listen to macy 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 is seldom wrong but then she does have terrible choice in men because Cam was terrible. That's true. That's true. And she was kind of terrible. That relationship didn't. But that relationship didn't last very long. So maybe it's not as bad as we thought. I mean, she she didn't. Uh, she was kind of terrible when she was with him when Grace first got to Catmere e- as well. Yeah. So, um, so we find out that Hudson. They thought that he had graduated, but apparently because he had private tutors, he was missing some credits, which means he had to return to Katmere and finish some classes. Which doesn't make sense to me at all in any way, shape or form, because we don't have credits. Oh, yeah. You have to have credits to graduate and certain you have to have so many gym credits, so many math credits, so many. And then if you don't, if you're missing credits, you have to go back and, and make up credits. Otherwise, you can't graduate. And Grace, I don't think I know a single person that ever had to stay on a year. Not a single person. Yeah, you. There are some some kids that have to go back and just take a gym class or something, or they do it over the summer. That's so dumb. Just to make up their credits, you have to have like a language and things like that. And uh, Grace is worried about graduating because she's missed so much school, and now she's got like all these end of the year assignments that will you know, put her where she needs to be. But my thing is like, this school is putting way too much pressure on graduation for these kids who have gone through hell. Like Hudson, it's like, oh, you've been dead for a year. <laughs> Here's, you need to finish school. You need to, I, I'm like imagining him in his like little gym shorts, like having to go play basketball or something in like a squeaky <laughs> gym. And, and Grace, she's like had l- literally Every terrible thing that could happen has happened to her. But it's like, oh, you need to make sure that you finish your your history class. Like you need to make I also, mean, come on. It doesn't it doesn't it also doesn't make sense because what do you try and strive to graduate for? Yeah, is it are they going into like a field that requires a knowledge? No one's of- done guidance counseling with her. No one, no one's told Grace what the opportunities are for a gargoyle as a job. Just like, yeah, you need to graduate because I'm going to university, I'm getting a job. No, no, you just need to graduate. But is there supernatural universities? 
other supernatural drops like there are in like Harry Potter world where like you've got like auras and and uh, care of magical creatures and things no one has said anything yeah she could be doing all this and then she ends up being like a veterinarian or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah not with those grades grace not with those grades oh no she's been absent for a majority of her time at Catmere she's gone to school for like a whole week Yep. Being at this school. She's only. I also don't think she's necessarily got an aptitude for animals either, knowing what I've seen with so far. <laughs> no, and a parent. I mean, hey, Eden has a cat that we never see. Yep. And doesn't someone and have a turtle? Luke. Luke. Does Luca? No. Or Raphael. Somebody has an animal. Somebody else has. Someone has a turtle, I think. Yes. And somebody rescues animals, like baby oh. birds. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. This is all in the cat mirror guide guys which and it's so irrelevant and not necessary it's just background knowledge to characters that you already have everything that's essential knowledge but man i would love a book about you know them incorporating an eden's cat yep turns out to be like the most powerful being at the school it's the cat yeah the drawings annoy me they 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 look too old and not relative to the characters that they are. Oh, the fan art. Um, or the, or the, and as far as I remember, re- like I remember, Remy would get it. He would get it. That one, yeah, that one wasn't too bad because I didn't already have a strong image of what he looked like in my head. I also had an idea that he was way older than he was. I did too. I did too. <laughs> uh, and then we found out that we were like, oh, he's actually really young. <laughs> yeah. I, I had it in my head that he was like. We're doing really badly with not spoiling things. I know, I know. Well, really he's, bad. I mean, we haven't said that much. We've got a, a character named Remy that would get it. That's <laughs> that's all they need to know. Um, <laughs> so, my out of this whole discussion with with Macy, because Macy's like, you need to put these boys out of their misery. You need to pick one. Um, and then you know, Grace is talking about how well my main concern is graduating and thinking of, you know, what to do for these, my final, like, papers and yada yada. And she's got a report that she has to do. And Macy's just like, hey, you should do it on on mating bonds being severed. You know that super duper traumatic thing that just happened to you a few weeks ago that you've got PTSD over and you can't even think about without crying and no one else has ever experienced it before? You're completely alone. (laughs) Yeah, you are completely alone. That's what you should do your research paper about. Like, for for one, you can't research it because it's never happened to anybody. So you would just be stating your own personal experiences. For two, (laughs) I found it to be a little bit insensitive. That would be like if you if you got like I don't know if you got cancer or something, and you're (laughs) you're, you got toe cancer. Yeah, you you do a report though about like oh you should do a report about cancer and you're like terminally ill. You should do a report about having a butt where your head should be. We watched that as our fuck episode yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that episode. Mr. and Mr. Thompson. But, um... So, yeah. <laughs> go, go ahead. Um, it's like, um, one of the things that, like, you kind of need as a part, like, a report is, like, a bibliography when you go to, like, state yeah. all of the books to use as part of your research. What would hers be? Me. Me. <laughs> Made sure she puts it in alphabetical order. I, me, myself. <laughs> 2022. <laughs> yeah. there would She would not be able to cite any sources. This is not how a research paper works. Nope. Uh, so um, Grace finally poses the question about mating bonds and how, you know, if they cannot be broken, as Macy said, never, ever, 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 never ever <laughs> repeatedly how did the blood letter know to break the mating bond and or know how to break the mating bond and it's like the first time that grace has actually used her little thinky thing and thought oh they can't be broken ever but somehow the blood letter had a spell for it so yep and jackson knew to ask the blood letter specifically for that spell yeah because if it's never, ever, 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 ever happened before. How would Jackson know that the one person that he could ask for the spell 
would be the bloodletter. Yeah. I mean, if it... Because, well, I suppose it's definitely not going to be Uncle Finn because he's fucking useless. I know. No, I think that it was... I think that it was, you know, Jackson knowing that the bloodletter was powerful and kind of having like that... that I don't know. I think that the bloodletter was I think like he just a, went. He he just went for mummy. Yeah, it's the maternal figure. Mom, <laughs> help! It's like, mom, I need to break up with my girlfriend. Can you, Can you do it for me? <laughs> <laughs> like, she doesn't set a good example to me. Yeah, she's definitely not good enough for for your boy. I t- I touched her face. At the chessboard, and it gave me—it was me, an accident. It gave me funny feelings. <laughs> now I need, now I need to break up with her. Uh, so, um, I have a question. I, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> what the frick is the dinner roll? Is it like a California roll, like no. a sushi? No. It? Okay, so let's let's back up a little bit. They go to the cafeteria. And we find out that it's that it's Wingo Day, which is when the witches go away for their version of bingo, which we've had. We did Wingo Wednesdays for a long time on our Instagram, and we ran out of ideas and time. So, but we'll, <laughs> yep. we'll resume them eventually. But um, the, the only thing that they can eat on Wingo Days is food that's made with blood because the vampires make the food that day. And... Flint is especially freaked out by all this. Um, but Grace says something about like uh, l- like she's looking for just like a dinner roll or something. And a dinner roll is just the piece of bread that you eat with dinner, like like a little like a little bun. Like, so why isn't it just called a roll, a bread roll? Well, why does it have to go specifically with bre- like dinner? We c- I don't know. A dinner roll is there a rule? Do you have to eat them with dinner? Could you eat one at breakfast and it would be like that would be punishable a, by death? That would be a breakfast roll. <laughs> That's so stupid. I'm kidding. A dinner. I don't know. It's just what, I mean, we call them rolls. Can I have a roll? You, you also have pancakes with a fucking sausage in the middle now hey that's pancake on a stick it's a corn that's a corn dog but it's a pancake instead of and they're wonderful that's so weird it's delicious but i couldn't stop eating them they're very good amber came to america and she ate all the weird things but did did you you know what i want with my sausage a blueberry pancake yeah exactly no it's delicious and then you dip it it's, in syrup. <laughs> no. Uh, I love how, and I love how they, she walks by and sees the 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 blood sausage, and she's like, "I've watched enough British cooking shows to know." They did blood. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Black pudding does not taste that bad. I don't even think that there's that much blood in it. Yeah, but that's just not something that we would freaking eat here. We'll eat pancake on a stick <laughs> all day. Keep your blood sausage away from me. Mm. Also, I've been right this whole time. I just want to state that I have been right. <laughs> Mackay talks. I told you so. Was it Mackay? Was it Mackay saying that he was going to go get something to drink? Yeah. Okay. Mackay says. So even on Wingo. They don't actually eat any of what the vampires have made. No. The vampires even avoid it as well. So they don't even know how it tasted. They have no idea. Um, the vampires still drink out of big orange sports coolers. I have been saying the whole time that they are those big orange Gatorade coolers that, you know, you you see at sporting events and football and and even when ta- or, or when Taylor, I'm all mixed up. Taylor's my child. When Amber was here in uh, in the states, we went to. Well, I was basically your child. <laughs> yeah, you were my child. I was dragging you around and feeding you and showing you a whole new world. A whole new. World. You didn't stop feeding me. I know it was fun, but um, <laughs> we went to uh, we went to the sporting goods store and. 
I had to show her like the orange. What was it called? Wait, dicks. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, it's something penisy. <laughs> dicks sporting goods. <laughs> you got, they've got they wear them on their uniforms too. Dicks, yeah. Um, but they had uh they had the big orange coolers, and that's what I've been picturing. And a lot of people said, you know, that they picture like the metal tumblers, and some people have said like the tall Starbucks cups like i've heard all kinds of things some people just said like thermoses no big orange sports coolers they are those big gatorade things just full of blood (laughs) so now we know um also we get uh a a, a clothing idea Mm -hmm. for maybe in a future giveaway But Eden, who also comes to sit down at the lunch table, is wearing a purple for the horde hoodie. Hoodie? (laughs) Did you see that? Missy. Yeah, when I was typing that note on my phone, it must have autocorrected to hoodie. (laughs) I think it's right. I think the for the horde as a hoodie with a dragon on would have really appealed to loads of like D&D players as well. It wouldn't just be crave people yeah i think that that would be a fun a fun future giveaway idea purple for the horde hoodies let us know if you guys want that maybe we could do it when we get to that section of the book of the the horde section Mm -hmm. yeah okay we could do that because i think that's actually kind of midway through ish yeah yeah it's 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 like early it's earlier in the book it didn't feel like it but it's earlier in the book, so no, she like stays at school again for like two days. Yeah, and then she <laughs> and then she leaves. And yep. Da- and <laughs> so for lunch, or no, was this lunch or breakfast? No, this is dinner. I'm sorry, this is dinner. Grace. Well, of course it's dinner because she's having a dinner. Roll. She's having a dinner roll. No, she looked for a dinner roll. So Grace has talked about eating marshmallows. Pop tarts. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. got blood pancakes, which I'm assuming that she's putting syrup on those. Yogurt, which also sugary. Um, Grace is only consuming sugar. And Diet Pepsi as well. Or Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper, that's it. Is it diet? Yeah, I'm I, not, don't, actually, I, no, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think she but ever I've not, I've never not seen her like drink anything else. Yeah, I don't even think that she specifies diet, which, you know, diet would not would not have the sugar. But all this girl eats, anytime I hear her eating anything, <laughs> sugar. it's just sugar. And then I'm like, Grace is going to end up with diabetes. Sweetheart, you got to eat a little bit of protein, some healthy fats. Like She needs she needs the sausage with her pancake. She does. See, that's that's the that's the balance is you eat pancake on a stick <laughs> and there's a delicious sausagey treat inside. <laughs> I mean, even if she here first of all, we can't even we can't even say that she's like vegan or vegetarian because she's eating blood pancakes, which stands to 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 question I don't think you could be a vegan or a vegetarian and date a vampire. <laughs> well not only that, but how do if you're if you are a vegan or vegetarian, what do you do on Wingo Wednesdays? They're not catering the lunch menu for those with specific dietary needs. Uh, it just sounds like everything is blood. And it's just think of the gluten. <laughs> gluten. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like and also just your breakfast in America is crazy. It's like the like two toaster strudels, toaster scrambles. The cereal alone, crazy. Sugar. And then I'm, I went to make a piece of toast, guys, with some Marmite on, and I took a bite out of it, and it was fucking awful. Not because it was Marmite, but because you had honey bread. Stop. Mm, honey bread, bread does not need anything else in it. Yeah, we, we specifically <laughs> buy sugar-free bread because nobody realizes how much sugar is in bread. Um, okay, so 
We also get our very first interaction with Flint and Luca. They yes, they're finally like starting to they're smoldering at each other. Yeah, they're like they're they're subtly flirting, which you know that's. I think that that's definitely one of those things where like they aren't sure yet. They're still unsure of each other. Flint is clearly still getting over Jackson. I also so. think that like. It's the kind of thing that he's only told Grace so far that he's gay. Yeah. I don't think the others know yet. And so, like, for them to, like, be too open about it would then out both of them. Um, And I think the only reason that Eden might have noticed is because she's by herself. So she's probably just a bit more open to the idea in is more aware of it. I would say that, honestly, what would be less, you know, I, I think that if the, it, it would be less surprising if Flint and Luca just started dating and they just were like, yeah, we're a couple. Like, you know, n- rather than doing like a big like coming out, I don't think yeah. anybody in that group would bat an eye at all if... Nope. It'll be like when Elliot Page came out in uh, Umbrella Academy. And it's just like, it's just like, oh. It's and, like, I, no, uh, this is my new name. And he was like, do you have any problems with that? And everybody just went, no, 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 not really. Yeah. And I, I very much think it would have been similar, which it kind of is because Flint and Luca just, you know. There's, there's no, no, there's no like big declaration. There's no like big. They're also not like both flamboyantly gay. No, to the it's... point where it's like gonna shove it down other people's throats. It's very subtle about it, and they're very just like normal, normal high school kids, it's which a... is the the way that Tracy's written a um, an LGBTQA society that's very positive for the queer population right it's not it's not tropey that's that normal so normal and it's great yeah normally normally i mean we're and we're finally moving away from that i'm noticing that we're moving away from that the more like newer like more recent ya books uh and and a books that i've read lately like when i was a teenager and when you were a teenager like everything on tv anytime that you read like a book where there was a gay character it was just not an accurate portrayal of the majority mm-hmm. of gay individuals that it was just it's, like it's definitely becoming more normalized to the point where actually when you're reading it it doesn't it, you don't even register it as well that was really well written because it feels so natural that you're not noticing it and that's how it should be it's like it's like you know it's like oh well how how will anyone know that they're gay if we don't make them talk with a lisp and like no <laughs> you don't have to tell everybody that they're gay yeah yeah i think that i think that we're finally getting you know to a point where it's not necessary to to make every single character a trope and they can just have a personality because flint well, has a good personality like, oh. on his own yeah yeah like, how will we know that this character is going to disappoint us and be evil at the end oh he's blonde okay <laughs> he's blonde <laughs> all, the, all the evil characters are blonde what's going on <laughs> or or the the evil asians <laughs> the evil asians yes Re- damn I, I noticed that it's always it's always an evil asian character like and and it's never even we never in in stories and fantasy and movies like a lot of the times you don't even know anything about them like there's no justification behind it it's not like <laughs> oh they came from some like ancient it's family Asian. <laughs> yeah it's it's always why is it in fantasy that it's always like the Asian. The, the Asian girl <laughs> why I don't know. I feel. I feel like. Is it because of the grudge? I don't know. I don't think it started there. I noticed it watching watching uh, the boys, Kamiko. I I was I I noticed it there too. I'm like, why? It's it's everything I watch. I swear. Um, but anyway, 
I, I, so the, I, last, the last note is mine. <laughs> oh, it is. Um, and I said, like, for a mate, even though Jackson's not a mate anymore to Grace, he's not very attentive to her needs. He's very aware that it's Wingo, and he would be because he's been at that school for way longer than Grace. He's also said at any point that he would be willing to go and get tacos every night for her if he wanted. And then he never does it again. <laughs> he never does it again, even when her only other alternative is eating food that she can't eat. <laughs> yeah. And also on a, on a day where she would kind of require food, like the one thing that you need, but when you're at like having an anxiety attack or you're going into something that's going to be very emotional is that you need substance in your body to use that adrenaline because otherwise you're going to be very shaky at the end of it because you've, you've lost all that body sugar. And he's just, he's not making sure she's healthy. No. Or like looked after at all. And even, I mean, even in crush Hudson was like, he was like mama bird. He was like mad when she was feeding energy to Jackson and, you know, he was constantly, like, looking after her. That's that's not a mate's responsibility, is it not? To look after each other, to make sure that he treats you like an equal. But no, he, he, he doesn't. And then we get the last scene of Hudson, like, rocking up with, like, three plates of cheesecake. Which I don't know where he got them from. But he, <laughs> he turned up with three plates of cheesecakes. And I was like, yeah, he's... He's taking care of not just Grace, he's taking care of other people in the group as well to make her feel less subconscious of the fact, or self-conscious of the fact that he's deliberately singling her out. Because if he turned up with a single cheesecake, it would be obvious it would be for her. Yeah. But him turning up with three, like it rekindles his position in the friend group. It, doesn't single Grace out, but also means that another person could go, yes, that's mine. I'm taking this cheesecake and actually divert the attention away from Grace, which is what she wants because everybody's staring at her because two men have walked into the room that are both fighting over her. Yeah. And, and I mean, he just completely diffuses the situation. And he's not being like, he's also not being like a kiss ass to the group either. Like, you know, no. trying to win back their approval. No, he's feeding them. Yeah. On a day where they don't have food. Yeah. He's way better. <laughs> right from the start. Right from the start. Yeah. Yep. The brother is always so should better. We move, should we move into spoilers? What's this? We're still on time? We're still, we're still doing good on time? Yes. Technically, our construction guy is supposed to be here now, but I haven't heard any sounds, so I'm assuming he's well, not. Got, so we'll I've got two we'll spoiler her. points. All right. So. woo-woo. <laughs> All right. So, number one, Macy does get her wish to finally play Wingo. And she's playing, doing the trial in court. She <gasps> oh, she drinks a potion and I becomes a ballerina. I forgot about the, about the magical, mysterious potions in court. Yeah, this essentially Wingo. The way she describes Wingo is exactly what happens in that trial. And we get we get our chicken flint. <laughs> chicken flint. Chicken flint and was my baby. Favorite. Is it was it baby Hudson? It was baby Hudson. Uh and Macy and Backwards Backwards Mackay, or was it backwards Flint? No, no it was backwards, backwards Mackay. I thought it was Hudson. I thought Hudson was backwards. Mackay was the baby. Mackay was the baby. <laughs> Hudson was talking backwards. <laughs> and Remy was slow. Slow yeah. <laughs> it was a great scene it's an amazing scene i probably one of the most laughed scenes i've ever read where i just couldn't stop laughing it's like it was amazingly read have you ever had to take care of like a large group of children at the same time nope it's it was very much like that like trying to get back here get that finger out of your nose what are you doing don't touch that don't break that (laughs) yeah yeah it just it was it was it was great, and then my second note was oh that smarmy bitch Maurice 
waving at them from a cafeteria. What a bitch. Hello. What a bitch. I wonder if just was it planned that she was going to be like a bad character at this point? Did we know? I don't know because Cyrus says that he has been feeding her or she has been feeding him information since the beginning. Like letting him know that Jackson's um, bite didn't save her. Um, Letting him know that she was a gargoyle because he wouldn't have found out through any other means. The only people that knew were Finn and Maurice and Jackson, I'm guessing, and her friends because they kind of stashed her away in the hospital and then they moved her to the library. (laughs) I'm I'm just thinking like she's been moling her way. I was just going to say she's the mole. She's squirreling away all this information to... Cyrus. And then she looks over at Grace, who almost just died at his hand, and she's like, Hello, bitch. <laughs> Hello. She's a bitch. Not not she's she was the character where when we read about, oh, there will be a shocking betrayal. I was like, Oh, it's just the nurse, okay. Yeah. I had no I had no emotions towards her really. Um and to be honest, I didn't really have any emotions towards uh Liam either, really. <laughs> no, I didn't either. I the only emotions I had towards Liam are the emotions I fabricated through Lulu Lucky's art, artistic renditions of what she feels that Liam looked like. So that was the only way that I was even able to like formulate. Yeah. But, like, imagine if it was Uncle Finn. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Mackay. Or, yeah, like, someone that we were, like, intimately involved with who had been following the storyline the whole time, had been joining them on their little, like, adventures and their quests and looked like they'd been helping them the entire time. But, no, it was the school nurse who I had no feelings towards and the person in the friendship group that we saw maybe three times. Yeah, I was convinced that it so. was going to be Mackay. Yeah. You like, you know when you get like the, oh, there'll be a betrayal and then when the betrayal is announced, that person looks over with a smirk like, haha, I got you. It wasn't even like that. So it kind of makes me think that Liam didn't betray them at all. It was very much written like uh, Cyrus just wanted him gone and did it whether Liam did it or not. Wasn't Liam, like, up until the last, like, minute, wasn't he, like, saying that he didn't betray them? Yeah. So maybe we'll find out in the next book that, like... Maybe. Maybe he... Maybe it wasn't and it was just one of those things where you're meant to hate him and he didn't even do it. Yeah, and so and Cyrus wanted to have one up on on Jackson and Hudson by showing them like, oh, I can infiltrate your your little circle of friends. Well, actually, he didn't. Yeah, because honestly, the way the way that it was suddenly like, oh yeah, Liam was the one all along that was feeding me information, and I'm like, I got those vibes. Not not a single time I didn't get those vibes at all. No, it wasn't anything that we could have like predicted with context clues. No. It wasn't like a, oh, you've been really integral to the group, or, oh my god, you know everything, oh, now you're going to give him everything. I don't know. Either it was really well written to the point where we were like, I genuinely didn't suspect him at all, but also, if you didn't suspect him at all, or you completely did not suspect him because you thought that he was good the entire time, that's when the betrayal hurts more. He didn't mean anything to me at all. Yeah, that's... See, I think that some authors, they don't want to... When they build a character that they like, which I'm assuming that Tracy's close to her, her you know, main characters, it's really hard to decide, like, I'm going to make this character have been, like, bad all along, which, ask me how I know, because um, <laughs> I did... The, the thing is, right, right, so there's also the cases where they... <laughs> They did a stupid and wrong thing, but they thought that they were doing it for the right reasons. For example, 
at the end of A Court of Thorn and Roses um, in the the Mist and Fury. The the end no, yeah the end the end of Mist and Fury, where Tamlin doesn't realise that what he's done has essentially sacrificed um, Nesta and Elaine. Yeah. But also kind of snookered them into a position where they now can't win against King. But he did it because he thought that he was getting Feyre back from a person he thought was manipulating her. He he was an asshole about it and he went to completely the wrong person. He did, did actually betray them. And Pharaoh, for some reason, couldn't forgive him at all. But at the same time, he did it because he loved her and he thought that she was in danger. Yeah, Mr. Mister Moore is very on the side of Tamlin got done dirty. Oh, he did. Um, but at the same time, clearly Pharaoh wasn't the right person for him. Yeah, Everybody, everybody was wrong in that situation. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like he was definitely wrong, but she also like literally infiltrated his she, entire court and destroyed it from the inside. She, out. she, she, over, she overreacted. She put her trauma and her experiences at a higher power amount to him. She didn't think, well, maybe he also has his own traumas and his own experiences and his own anxieties. And that's the reason why he acted the way that he did around me. But no, she just completely villainized him. And to be honest, he kind of redeemed himself. He he he, he saved her. He made sure she was safe. He kind of sacrificed himself in that, in that area. And then Reese, the smarmy git, goes back to his court and like kind of rubs it in his face yeah while he's and it's like well guys come on while like, <laughs> while he's cleaving up like a deer yeah yeah and it's like you're actually like just as bad as each other yeah team cassian <laughs> yes yes way 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 cassian <laughs> all right guys um, so giveaway, I think that we will announce the winner during next week's episode. So make sure that you tune in for that. It will air on the 20th. Um, and we will announce who the winner is. But if you are just joining us or you didn't listen to the beginning of the podcast, make sure that you go to the Crave the Book Podcast Tea Room on Facebook, tea as in the tea that you drink. And join the group. Look for the post that's pinned to the top of the group wall. That will give you instructions on how to enter the giveaway. And yeah, I guess we'll see you next week. (laughs) I love that you said tea room as in like the tea that you drink as opposed to like (laughs) t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, like the tea tea room. Well, you know, you never know. There's there's we we sell t-shirts now. (laughs) Yes, the tea, the tea room, the Crave the Book Podcast tea. Or like, no, no, golf tees. That's what we sell. We sell polo shirts. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye.